Hi, this is a Life of Learning podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, today we're speaking with Elena, who's a juggler from the US. Elena, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. No problem. Right, let's just dive right into it. What is your uh, juggling origin story? You know, where you started and how long you've been doing it? Hmm. So for how long I've been doing it, it's a little hard to answer because I started a long time ago, but I haven't been doing it consistently. So when I was 10 years old, almost 11, um, I received this book called Juggling for the Complete Klutz, um, which just teaches you how to juggle. I don't remember if I saw a juggler that I liked and like wanted to learn. So I got the book or um, I received the book and so then I decided to learn how to juggle. But in any case, it came from juggling from the complete cuts. Um, it's the origin story of a lot of people, I think. Um, this was around 20 years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a book that came with these three bean bags and it's like, like very humorous in how it teaches you how to juggle. It's like very sympathetic. Like you'll drop a lot, but it's fine. Everyone does it. Um, so I learned from that book. I learned three ball cascade and a couple of tricks and I really enjoyed it. So I asked for other juggling pop props for my birthday um, and I tried a number of them. But what I liked the most was uh, devil sticks. Um, the hmm. one big stick with that uh, you hit between two smaller sticks. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. I performed that in like talent shows. Um, oh. And I think I liked it more at that age because it's more forgiving than three balls. Um, yeah. There's only one thing to drop. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, so what, So from then on, you, you started juggling when you were around 10 years old. So you said you sort of like was as an on and off type of thing with juggling or? Yes, just, like, I think I sort of uh, ran out of ideas because like this was before YouTube and uh-huh. social media. So <laughs> I just sort of, I had that book. I had another book um, which had some more tricks and I just sort of didn't know what to do next. And I juggled occasionally um, for the next 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about three years ago, I decided I wanted to get back into it. Um, I wanted to learn four balls and I uh, wanted to go to a juggling club in my area. So uh, ever since then, it's just sort of, I think this is a really great time for juggling and I've just kind of been hooked ever since. Yeah, I'll tell you what, your, your origin story is almost like me. I started when I was 16 and I went to the library and I found a book and I think during the summer holidays, I just, you know, just grinded it out. I just tried to, you know, yeah. learn to juggle three balls. And I'll tell you what, it's so much easier now for people to learn to juggle three balls because you've got so many tutorials, you've got so many people doing it. Learning it from the book, I think it's quite hard, don't you think, or not? <laughs> Yeah, yes, I imagine it would be easier um, with all of the uh, great new tutorials there are on YouTube now to learn how to do three balls. Um, but I think the juggling for the complete cuts book got a lot of people started. 
first time I've heard of that book, so I've, I've never, <laughs> yeah, I've never heard. Of, I can't even remember what the book I got. It, it, to be honest, it might have been that, so I don't know. But yeah, there's, um, there's, a, there's definitely a lot more resources out there. Okay, so you, did you say you're a member of a juggling club in your area? Did you say? Um, yes. I mean, it was a very informal thing. It was um, people met at a university on like Sunday afternoons to juggle. Um, but like the core group of people who were there had been there for like 40 years. Oh. <laughs> um, There's some really incredible jugglers there. I could imagine. Um, so I was going there for about six months before the pandemic. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, when you went there, you must have you must have seen a lot of um, jugglers there that could have inspired you to, you know, to do sort of like different things and new things. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I guess the level of juggling that was there is there were two people. The most impressive juggling I think I've seen was two people were each juggling five balls and at the same time discussing the political situation in Hong Kong. So it's like, that's a level of juggling I want to get to. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, I mean, it's good to be around that because it just gives you sort of like the inspiration to, you know, to, 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 to see what's possible. Absolutely. And um, I like learned club passing. I got help yeah. with other tricks. So it was very inspiring. Good. I'll tell you what, one thing I will say is I think the juggling community is quite welcoming, don't you think, or not? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the pandemic because obviously you said you started juggling uh, for six months and then the pandemic came. So what happened, you know, to your juggling and, you know, um, and everything during that time? Uh, well, it was more like a year um, before I, like, um, when I started getting into it again. So mm -hmm. about I, had, I had about a year of juggling consistently before the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. But I think the pandemic was really good for my juggling because yeah. there wasn't a whole lot else to do. So um, I just had a lot of time to juggle. And um, I said started working on five balls shortly before the pandemic started, um, which had always been a big goal for me. Mm -hmm. And so like that was something I was working on a lot during the worst parts of the pandemic. And it was nice for me to be able to like make progress on something, like on something I can control when like everything mm. seems really out of control. <laughs> um, so yeah. um, that was, it, it was just, it was like something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, you're like me and I know some other people that were into their music or Rubik's Cubing or, or other things. And they said that the pandemic helped their hobby, their sport, their passion. And my juggling improved because, like you said, there wasn't much else to do, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I mean, for me, I used to go to the park and juggle and you know, because there was nowhere else to go and stuff like that. Yeah, my juggling really improved. And it sounds like it was the same for you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I also enjoyed that, like, there were a lot of events for juggling that had, like, moved online. Yeah. Like the uh, IGA festival. Um, yeah. They did the whole thing online. And it definitely makes me want to go in person because I have more of an idea of um, what it's like. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I, th I, th I think that was good as well, because I've never seen the IJA, um, any of that stuff, because obviously I live in the UK, but um, yeah, to see that all online, and, and I think they did some really good workshops as well, obviously it doesn't be mm. being in person, but it was still good. Yes, definitely the accessibility is great. Um, I, I dare is sort of the lack of 
being able to meet people. Um, like it's a lot easier just to walk up to someone in person than to, I think, approach them online somehow. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, you can still see shows, you can take workshops. So you got some of what it would be like to be there without having to, yeah. you know, invest in travel and hotels. <laughs> true but as i said something is better than nothing so absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah okay okay some quick fire questions you ready sure right favorite color green uh favorite food mm, if it's quick fire uh, chocolate chip cookies okay cool uh juggling indoors or outdoors uh if i can juggle outdoors i prefer outdoors cool favorite prop if I had to choose, it would probably be balls because they're very versatile and they go, you can fit them into anything. Mm, um, yeah. But I really like clubs also. Um, so, but if you made me choose and I do not want to choose, it would be balls. <laughs> okay, for me, for me, it's all, it'll always be clubs. I just love clubs. So, mm. <laughs> yeah, but then, then always, <laughs> go on, sorry, what did you say? It's funny because I was scared of clubs for a long time. <laughs> Like I would just, I had them when I was younger and I would throw it and I would just be like, ah, um, <laughs> but then I learned how to juggle them properly and pass and I really like them now. Yeah. There's so much to do. Yeah. They're, yeah. I think they're just, I don't know. I just think they're more versatile than balls, obviously. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not versatile, but they just look better. They just look more flashier. And I don't know, you can do lots of more. I think you can do lots of more cool tricks for that, but that's only my personal opinion. Yeah, no, I, I like it. There's like the three dimensions in it. Yes, um, that's the which word. Which is, yes. um, you know, gives you a lot of opportunities. Yeah, yeah, now nah, for sure. Yeah, so I like clubs. Uh, okay, so in just, just in terms of learning a new trick, because the, what uh, I saw you on Instagram and you did that trick that really caught my eye. It was those three club arm rolls that roll down and then, you know, it rolls down, then you catch it, and then you roll that. Do you know that trick the that I'm talking rolls. about? You did, is that what they call them? Where are rolls? Yeah, that's it. Is that what they're called? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I saw those and I thought they were such a super cool trick. I've started to learn those, <laughs> but as I said, it takes so long. I mean, I'm just practicing with one club. I'm a, I mean, is it's that hard. how you started? <laughs> it's a very interesting um, movement on your body. Like, it's not something you would like think of. Like, um, it just like it goes it moves kind of like diagonal across your like elbow. It's yeah. like just uh, so uh, unusual. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was definitely, it's uh, something I had to watch a lot of videos of in order to learn that. Um, but some interesting advice I got, I heard for contact juggling um, tricks is mm -hmm. don't think of like how you're moving the club or how the trick looks think of try to remember how it like feels on your body so like think yeah. of how it feels as it moves across your arm and like remember that feeling and try to recreate it and uh that advice helped a lot for contact juggling 
Okay, cool. No, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the most I've got up to at the moment, because I don't practice it all the time, mm-hmm. but I think I've got up to a, just to manage to do one cycle with two clubs. So, you know, That's go good. from left to right and then the other side. So trying to incorporate yeah. that first, that third club, for me, I'm just trying to think that, when, where the timing sorry. and the space is. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Yeah, no, they were just saying that that's always difficult. Um, <laughs> the third yeah. one always is the most difficult. Um, like I'm trying to get the arm roll cascade now. It's where it kind of rolls down your arm. Mm-hmm. Um, like on the body, um, yeah. kind of like rolling a ball. Um, and it's like, oh, I feel great with two. And then the third one is like, I have no idea what I'm doing once I get three in. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's like with all tricks, because you can, you know, you, you kind of, I mean, that's what I was going to ask you about learning how you learn a new trick. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's probably going to be similar to probably most others, but it would just be interesting to find out whether you've got, you do something different. So for instance, say for that, that trick or any other trick, you can just break it down generically. Yes, um, it's um, like uh, break it down, you know, to one, especially club moves in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a specific sort of throw or roll. Um, balls is a, ball tricks seem to work a little differently, but um, with the club, it's they tend to be like you do the same different type of throw with, you know, start with one, then two, then three. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing for me that's helpful is before I like even get started, I want to make sure that I can visualize how it goes. Uh-huh. because there's a lot of times I like look at a video and I'm like just looking at it and I think I know how it works but then when I try to get the props in my hands I realize oh like I actually don't know how to like implement this so uh-huh. I have to I want to make sure I can like visualize the steps in my brain um, before you know getting started Okay, it's interesting you say that because uh, when there's some tricks that I need to learn, sometimes, you know, just before I go to bed, I try and visualize it so I can sort of like try and get it into my mind. I don't know if you do anything like that or oh, if you're walking in the park. Like, I'm bored, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, you do the same, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think like even if you don't have time to practice or you don't have space, visualizing helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And one thing I will say is, and I spoke to another um, juggler for the podcast, and we said that, you know, when we look on Instagram and YouTube, you said you look at on YouTube, or you look on, you look at videos, I'm assuming it's probably more YouTube and probably Instagram. Is it overwhelming when you see some of these really, you know, these tricks, (laughs) and you think, oh, I want to do that, then you see another trick, and you think, oh, I want to do that. Yes. for a fact that learning that one trick is probably going to take you maybe two or three months so you can't do everything <laughs> you feel. Yes. yes I mean it's Instagram especially because I think I see more of a like I think it's just easier to post on Instagram um, you don't need as like the videos are shorter you just need to have like if you have like one trick ready you can do it and mm. yeah like I just have to remind myself that like you're only seeing the best of that person like you don't see months of practice you can't put that on social media um so it's just like you know it's not a race there's time to do everything 
Um, yeah, and so, I think, yeah. I, 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 yeah, and I'm glad you said that because you're right. You know, you only see, even when, look, I'm sure it's the same for us. They don't see the hours of practice and the uh, the time and the outtakes, <laughs> you know, that we've had to do yes, just to get that trip posted. So mm -hmm. we, we know what it's like. So, you know, <laughs> but it's still overwhelming to see some of these tricks and you think, oh, they're so good. And you know, so most of them, they're within your reach because you know that you can just practice them and get them. Yes, I mean, at least that's like someday, yes. Um, like so there are certain things that it's like maybe there's like one trick you have to learn in between like where you are at the moment and where that person is but uh yes yeah, so it's like there's just so much available now to learn it's uh really exciting yeah i mean do, do, do you find that to be a problem or are you quite okay with that in terms of you know it being overwhelming because when i spoke to um you know this other juggler you know he just said he had to sort of like dial it back and just sort of like you know, take, you know, really be more patient because he's seen so many tricks. Mm. I mean, I think it depends. Like there's a, there's times where it's like, I want to try a couple of things. And if I just, it's like making me frustrated and I, or I don't like it, I just um, won't do it anymore. Yeah. And then there's a couple of times where it's like, oh my gosh, I really like want to get this one trick. Um, so, um, I don't think I'm overwhelmed. I just think that uh, there's a lot out there for the future. Yeah, yeah. That was just the way he said it. He just said that, you know, it's, um, you know, there's just so much going on that um, he said it was almost, I think I can't remember what the words he used. He almost said it was like paralyzing because, you know, you could you just see so much. And that's what I think he said, you kind of feel a little bit inadequate. That's what he said, but I'm not sure about that. I mean, inadequate. Like, I can, yeah, I can. I, I, yeah. I, occasionally I, I feel like occasionally I feel that way um like I'm, I'm doing this for fun um yeah I don't really sure. have anything uh you know riding on this so yeah yeah like sure. I just want to do I want to do what like I am enjoying and yeah um as long as that's okay as long as I can do that I'm okay with it yeah and I think as well, it's all relative because when you see these guys, you don't know how long they've been practicing this one exactly. trick. And, um, you know, and, and, and the thing is as well, you'll get beginners or people that uh, will look at our tricks and think, wow, how did you do that? Because I mean, I've seen, you know, some of the tricks that you do on Instagram and these are, you know, quite advanced, intricate tricks. And I'm sure, you know, to the lay person, they're thinking, you know, this is unbelievable. But then on the flip side, we're looking at people that are, you know, slightly better than us. And we're thinking, wow, how do they do that? So it's all relative. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, like even five balls uh, three years ago, I thought, oh, I could like never do that. That's impossible. Um, it's funny because the book I initially learned from, Juggling from the Complete Klutz, it has like basically a page there says juggling five balls and it says something like, don't do this unless you're totally crazy. Um, so <laughs> that put me off from learning five balls for a really long time because it's like, you can't, people can't do that. Um, yeah. But then, you know, I saw people do it in person and lots of people do it in person um and it's like yeah, yeah that's definitely attainable um right so yeah what made you start posting on instagram and it's interesting because i'm like kind of always been like a late adopter for social media like i got facebook like way after like almost everyone i knew got it and i didn't really have any interest in instagram 
until I realized that that was where like people were posting juggling um, because I think it's a really good medium for um, juggling because it's like for short videos. Like you don't have to invest a lot of time into it or like editing or anything like that. It's just like 20 seconds, 30 seconds, um, something short. Yeah. Um, so uh, I joined Instagram and I wasn't really intending on posting much. Um, I joined in like January, 2020. I like posted once before the pandemic started. And then I just sort of realized like, oh, like we can't have like juggling clubs in person. So like, mm -hmm. this is where we're juggling, sharing juggling now. So mm -hmm. I decided I was going to uh, post on Instagram more often. And mainly it was just something to do, mm -hmm. like just something to like have a goal in mind. Um, like oh, I'm going to post a video and I'm going to get a a certain trick I'm working on up to the level to um, post that video and then just you know um, see what other jugglers think of it and yeah. uh, see other people juggling yeah yeah I think um, posting it on Instagram for me it gives me um, it gives me two things it gives me a goal so it gives me something to work to so I know once I've got it clean then I'll you know I'll record it and put it on Instagram and also sometimes I can't remember half the tricks that I do so it's almost <laughs> a library it's almost a library so when I look back I'll look back in the years time because oh yeah I forgot about that trick I don't know how it feels for you but sometimes I just forget some of the tricks that I've learned yeah yes it's, it's definitely similar for me um but both of the uh things you said um to uh have a goal and to remember what I've done and I guess also to like see progress as well um so what's your big your experience i mean have you found it been positive in terms of the juggling community on instagram and the people that follow you yeah i, I think it, it, it has been positive um it's it's nice to get uh, nice comments um it's uh, nice to see what other people are doing um it's nice uh, for me especially to see like the diversity of people who are juggling <laughs> because you can see people from all over the world juggling yeah. different ages yeah. different abilities um like i just didn't realize how many uh different types of people were juggling um until i got on instagram and uh that has given me a lot of confidence and i, yeah. I especially like i like i like especially seeing like beginners because mm -hmm. it's hard to like put yourself out there um and uh it's nice to see people cheer people on um if somebody's doing something incredibly impressive um you know i think they probably feel more confidence in posting that but um yeah if people are beginners intermediates um i think you have to have more confidence to post hmm. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, since sort of like posting on Instagram and, you know, following different people around the world. I mean, we're talking about nearly every neck, of, you know, every, everywhere mm -hmm. in every, every country. And just to see people of all different colours, nationalities, it was just old, young, you know, the, 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 I never knew that the juggling community was that diverse, I have to admit. Mm. Mm. Okay, so what do you think the um, the benefits of juggling are for you? Um, you know, you can talk about it from a physical well 
mental okay. well-being from what, what do you think the benefits are for yourself um i think there are a few different things um i think one of the most important things is it teaches you how to break a well, i wouldn't say problem but like a trick into mm. smaller parts you could see something and be like oh that is like so difficult and then you look more closely and you're like okay it is like step one two three four five and um you break it down and i think that's a skill that's transferable um, to a lot of different areas um and i like that it's um something you can focus it, it requires like all of your focus yeah like you have to think of what you're doing while you're doing it and it's so easy to get distracted by things um, like so easy to multitask um, but when you're working on a juggling trick, you have to think of that trick and, while you're doing it and um, keep your mind on it. Um, mm. So it's like I've never, like I've tried like meditation and I never, I never got into it, but like yeah. sort of like meditation in a way. No, no, I, I agree. I think for me, I think, especially during the pandemic, you know, I think juggling just really helped me, you know, sort of like, just get into that meditative that zone type um mode where all I was doing was just thinking of juggling for the whatever how long it was for a half an hour or an hour or whatever and just thinking of nothing else uh so I, I definitely agree with you on that one yes and I guess sort of on the uh focus um is that it like uh it, it, it gives you something um it's not just something you can focus on, but it's something where you can like see how you've progressed. Yeah. So like you can say like, okay, I got one more catch of this pattern today than yesterday. And like, yeah. I'm making progress on something and like, that feels good. Yeah. Um, so uh, like, I mean, it feels good to be able to have like something concrete um, uh -huh. to say that you've improved on. Uh -huh. um, so uh -huh. I like that about it. Um, okay. I guess probably most important is like, it makes it a lot more difficult to get bored because um, like juggling props are very simple. They kind of exist everywhere. You know, even if they're not a prop, even if it's like a water bottle or something, you can sure. think of like, what can I do with this? Like, how can I throw this? How can I roll this? How can I balance this? Um, like there are so many times to just like walk around with like a water bottle and like, see if I can like balance it on the back of my hand or something. Yeah, I'll tell you what, let's, let's move on to that, the, the sort of like the creative side, because, um, mm -hmm. I mean, is there a time when, you know, say if you're not learning a new trick, you'd, you'd think about, I don't know, something will happen, because for me, sometimes I'd say I'd learn a trick, and I'd drop it, but something would happen, I think, oh, that's a really good sequence, but it came from a mistake, if you see what I mean, does that happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head but that's a, that's a good attitude to have um i'll have to think more <laughs> in that um i'll have to use more of that mindset um in the future yeah um, you know like um, i'll tell you what give you an example that body roll you know the arm roll yeah. and i did it and it sort of like over rolled and then i caught it on the other side if you see what i mean mm -hmm. instead of catching it on the inside but on the same hand yeah I I, I, I that, yeah yeah like so it's it, on the outside of your body yeah 
yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, that happened. And I'm thinking, okay, well, then if I can do that, then I can do this. And it just sort of like gets your creative juices going in terms of when you're just trying to, I mean, do you go out there just to just to solely just try new things without even, you know, going out with a plan, if you see what I mean? Yeah, I, I do see what you mean. Um, not that often. Um, it's, I, I would, I don't, um, I think there's one or two times where I've like, tried a trick um I wanted to create a trick um that like combined a couple of things I liked like I like the orbit throws it's like kind mm. of like a big circular throw and yeah. uh, like uh fork catches so I just did a I just combined those into a trick where it's like you throw off from the fork catch uh and then do like an orbit throw and then catch it uh with a fork on um, your other hand. Her hand, yeah. Um, so, but that's not really random. That's just kind of putting things together um, that I like. Yeah, no, but I think that's just building on the skills that you know in order to create a sequence, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm generally, I'm a little, uh, I, I like to like learn things that I've seen already. Um, sure, so, but at some sure. point, um, like and like I could spend the rest of my life learning things I've seen already, but <laughs> I, I think I would like to do more development of my own tricks at some point. Um, I think it's really cool when people do that. Um, but I'm so busy learning the things that I've seen yeah. already. I don't know when I'll get around to that. Yeah, there's just there's not enough time. There's not enough time. As I said, you've got to do what you enjoy and you know, just see what happens. Yeah, and finally, um, what do you think female jugglers have brought to the juggling world? I think um, women have brought um, kind of different types of styles into juggling. Um, at least for me, um, growing up, what my idea of juggling was, was that you had to juggle like lots of objects or you had to juggle something dangerous like mm -hmm. fire or knives. Mm -hmm. And I think um, women have um, brought uh, like different styles of juggling, um, um, not necessarily more artistry because um, there's certainly males who are artistic, but I think um, it's just sort of a greater diversity in style to juggling and um, like expanding what people think that uh, juggling is. Um, of course, there are women who are great at numbers juggling. Um, and uh, like any debate on that is, I don't really think any has, has any validity. But yeah. I think it's kind of shown that like, there's not just one way to juggle. Um, it's art, it's sport, it's all of it. Yeah, I agree. And I think um, what I've seen is um, that I've seen more people juggling hula hoops. I've seen people coming in with sort of like a, a gymnastic or a dance background and mm -hmm. they they brought that into juggling that's men and women but you know women have done that as well and I think you know some of the people that maybe would have focused on numbers juggling and you know club juggling and you know lots of lots of those types of juggling have sort of like thought, okay well there is another side to the juggling you know the more creative the more flow type um, of juggling and I think you know that, that's what I've seen over the years the real big integration and, and juggling has changed like you said um, from when you first started looking at it yes I agree with that okay cool 
Elena, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. Um, I say good luck in the future with, um, you know, with all your tricks and Instagram and everything like that. And I hope you continue enjoying juggling. Thank you very much for having me. It was a nice chat. Thank you. Thank you.